All right, hello, this is Anna Poirier of yogabodynutrition.com and I'm here with uh, Kira today and we'll be doing a life path astrology reading for Kira um, where we'll support her in gaining some deeper insights and awarenesses and tangible tools around her life path using her astrological birth chart. So welcome, Kira. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Great to have you here. Um, so why don't you, if, because it's our first time speaking and meeting, um, why don't you just tell me a little bit more about who you are, what you do? Um, yeah, give me a little, little detail around that. Okay. Um, well, I'm Kira, and I'm a university student um, studying... I was studying psychology, but I'll be switching to English and criminal justice in the fall. Um, a few things that I like to do, I guess, is like photography, filmmaking, and music production. Great. Yeah, I did see that on your intake. So definitely some creative pursuits there. Yes. And um, with your, you know, with your university endeavors, um, are those, because you switched, you said you were in psychology and then you switched, um, was that sort of, uh, I guess, what, what prompted that decision? More in alignment or? Um, well, I always wanted to do criminal justice. Mm -hmm. I just chose psychology because mm -hmm. I felt like it was easier to find jobs in that field, but oh. it well with me. So then I switched programs. Got it. Got it. Great. And how's that going? I think pretty well so far. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I know. It's always like, here I go. Um, great. And then um, is there anything specific that you would like, like, any specific questions you have or areas that you're seeking clarity on with this session today? Um, I guess one thing is my career. Um, because there's so many things that I want to do, and I just don't know which one is more suited for me, I guess, for achieving the best uh, success, I guess, in life. Right. Um, great. So I might, I might actually ask you the question, and, and this, you may have an answer for me right now, which is fine. Um, but it, but it also might be something for you to contemplate as we go through the reading and then even beyond the reading of when you, I guess when you, when you imagine or you feel into a lot of these different interests that you have, regardless of like, if we sort of take like, do I think I'm going to make money? Do I think, you know, like there's sort of like some of those things that filter into the bigger picture. Um, when we're really feeling into like what draws us in, would you say that there are one or two or a few of those that really stand out for you? And it's fine if they all stand out. There is actually uh, a few that stood out to me, but because of like the questioning of whether I'll be successful in the future is kind of what's holding me back from pursuing those. Totally. Um, so. Would you mind sharing those? Oh, yeah. Um, well, I've always wanted to be kind of like a film director. 
Mm-hmm. And I always wanted to also pursue music was one of the things. Um, another one was uh, teaching English abroad uh, was another one. Mm-hmm. But because of whether or not I'll <laughs> have a living out of it in the future, it's kind of like I, I've, I've been holding myself back and why I've been looking for other things. Right, totally. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at some of your chart here. Yeah, and there's, you know, what we'll take a look at here, like my intention is using your chart, using my own intuition and divine guidance, um, helping you, supporting you where you are now, you know, and, and at this stage in your life, and maybe um, gaining a little more um, direction, clarity, understanding of yourself through this lens and how you can serve your, um, you know, how, how you can serve like your uh, audience, whatever, you know, just, just what you're here to, the mark you're supposed to leave on this world and the path that you're supposed to take. And you're really at kind of at the beginning in a lot of ways at, at this stage in your life, right? I mean, you're, you're going to school, you're looking at options. Um, and one thing that I would, that I would throw into the mix of all of this as we're going through this is you, um, hopefully this will maybe offer you some direction like in this moment, but but also honoring that we don't always just do one thing for our entire life. <laughs> right? right. And I yeah. think especially those who are like multi-passioned, creative, um, you know, there's life experiences for you to have. So uh, I think it's important to understand that you don't have to kind of buckle down and be like, this is it for the rest of my life. (laughs) Um, And there's some freedom in that, which I think will really assist one particular aspect that I see in your chart for you to feel like, okay, I, you know, I have some freedom. I can spread my wings a little bit and not feel confined. And I think that will really help you no matter where you go as you move forward. Um, so does that kind of make sense to you a little bit? Yes, it does. Perfect. Um, all right. So what I'm going to do is start with your, um, I'm actually going to start with something that I just sort of alluded to, which is that you have a Sagittarius stellium. And um, a stellium is when you have, generally it's three or more planets or aspects within a particular either um, astrological sign or within a particular house. And what that, that sort of always draws my attention because it means there's a concentration of energy there. So as opposed to like, we often just think of the sun sign as the most powerful aspect of an astrology chart. And that's usually what your horoscope is based on and, you know, all of that. But there's, you know, obviously all the other elements that are involved in it. And then when there's a stellium, I almost, you know, I I will encourage um, clients to kind of look at that stellium 
as maybe like if you're reading your horoscope as an example and you're you're looking at your Scorpio sun and you're reading Scorpio and you're like, yeah, I identify with that. See, see what happens when you also read Sagittarius and how that, you know, just whether you identify with that. Um, a little bit about that stellium is that often there's, um, you know, it, it, there's a lot of passion with Sagittarius, a lot of confidence. Um, they can be very keen learners. So there's like a desire for like higher learning and, um, I, you know, a little different than the Gemini, which we'll look at in your chart, but just that higher learning, that philosophical, the ideas, the philosophical ideas definitely can be adventure seekers and travelers. So like the whole teaching English abroad, right? <laughs> um, right. Having those types of experiences, doing something like that, whether it was for the long term, the short term, you know, it could be a short term thing, could really serve this Sagittarian energy in, in you. Um, so it might be something to consider, even if it was just like a little adventure and potentially turned into more, you know, it would be, um, I think it would really be in alignment with who you are from this astrological standpoint. Um, mm. There can be a desire to expand, to explore, to experience. Um, and I think one of the challenges inside of the, a lot of Sagittarian energy is with a stellium like this is like walking the talk, meaning like you don't just get stuck in the philosophical ideas, but then like actually embracing and embodying them. And we'll talk a little bit more about that as, as we move through. But does that settle a little bit? Do you, do you relate a bit to some of that Sagittarian energy? I do. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and that would make sense to me just based on um, that stellium, that stellium that's there. So let's go into your sun sign and you have your sun sign in Scorpio. Um, now, when we look at the sun sign and life path astrology, where it's, it's one of the key signs that we look at, but but it's actually not necessarily how others see you. It may be more like what you relate to inside of yourself, meaning that like what I said, like you read your horoscope and you're like, Oh yeah, I resonate with that. It, um, it tends to be let like people might recognize some aspects of that, but it may not be right on the surface for them. And it's also when we're looking at it in a, in a business or a life path type of um, bigger picture, it's what it's like, I call it like magic fairy dust that you just sprinkle it throughout what you do. It's, it just gives it like a little flavor enhancement. Like it's, it's kind of there, it's pervasive, it's woven through the fabric. Um, but it may not be what you actually lead with, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Um, some of the aspects of Scorpio, it deals with the inner realms. It deals with the psyche. So no, you know, there's no surprise that psychology was, is of interest to you. That's, that's a very Scorpio type of thing. And however you end up exploring those deeper realms and those deeper mysteries and it, and it you know, it also relates to the occult. It relates to sex. 
um, to intuition, to, you know, being the detective and digging around under the hood, the deeper, not just the surface stuff, not, you know, Scorpio is really not interested in small talk. <laughs> and right. it's like, let's get to what's real. Like, I want to know about what's real. So this is, like I said, like your magic fairy dust, this ability to be the detective, this ability to dig up the deeper mysteries and, and get to the heart of something, get to the meat of something um, and use your intuition. And like I said, there is that, there is that sex component too, which it, because Scorpio rules the sex organs, it, but that can be, you know, almost, you know, that can show up in, in various different ways. Like it's not always just like the literal expression of that, although it, you know, it, it can be. And I just mean, that's a part of that sun sign for you. Um, so I think in that respect, it can even be at like a magnetic mag. I, I, gosh, every time I have tried to say this word, magnetism, <laughs> magnetism, I want to put an extra syllable in there for some reason. So it's like a magnetism like a deeper magnetism, like sort of like that mystery magnetism that you have. Um, so that's your sun. And like I said, kind of sprinkled throughout. And then, um, and then we look at your rising sign, which you have in the sign of Gemini. And this is actually more of how others see you and how you might come across and in life path astrology, we see it as your life path, as the problem you're here to solve, meaning that like others will see it in you. And that's even what they are drawn to you and maybe want for themselves. Like they're like wanting a bit of that. They're like, hmm, I, I, I see that in her and I want a bit more of that. So, you know, what, what's really interesting is with your criminal justice right now, because I see that your Gemini really can feed into that quite well. Um, and the reason being that Geminis are, um, so they're the twins and they're facing two different directions. And so there's like an opposition that can happen there. And um, so on the one hand, Sometimes Geminis are indecisive and they're, you know, and they're like going back and forth and they just can't commit because they're like over here, over there. And, you know, they're quick thinkers and, um, and they have lots and lots of ideas and they're always like, their minds are just going, going, going. But also that duality of perspective allows them to, from kind of like an equanimous, non-emotionally attached place see the see both sides mm. okay. so they can see that they go oh yeah okay i see that side mm -hmm. and then i look over here uh-huh i see that and i can you know and it's sort of like they can relate and and see it from an equal place which to me sort of speaks to that criminal justice piece right mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> um also uh, really good writers, great with, you know, great with words, great with words, great with writing. Um, talkers <laughs> tend to be, tend to be talkers and chatty. I don't know if, you know, if that's something, if like any of this resonates for you at all. 
It does actually. Yeah, there's um, great. Um, and they're curious, you know, they're curious and they want to research. So like their idea, you know, they're all over their, their ideas, 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 but like, they also want to like, what are the facts behind me? You know, what are the facts here? What are the, so, so there's, um, it's a little different than Scorpio where Scorpio is like, I want to get to the root. I want to understand what the root cause of this is. Gemini is a little bit more like, I want to more information, more information, you know, like, let me just like know that it's researched. And does that make sense that like, there's sort of like two different levels there? Yeah. Yeah. And yet there, there can be like, we'll see where we start to tie this together and like, how do they start to work? together a little bit more um because that's what ultimately we want to do in the life path astrology readings is like let's weave them together let's see how they all harmoniously work in the bigger picture um so i'm gonna move into um your moon and your moon is about your emotions it's about your emotional motivation it's sort of like that emotional drive, right? Like um, your moon is in Capricorn and this can be, this can definitely be sort of like an oppositional placement for Capricorn because um, your moon is associated, like your moon, it's emotional. The moon rules the sign of cancer. Um, Capricorn, it's, it's feminine. It's the mother, you know, moon mother kind of holding that feminine energy. Capricorn is sort of like the father. So there's, they're, they're a bit oppositional in that way. And Capricorn can be kind of non-emotional. Capricorn can almost have this like stoic stone face, right? Like, mm, I'm just going to do the work and I'm not going to like show anything out, you know, sort of not be swayed, but they are emotional. There is this little, um, you know, uh, my, my teacher has said like, so Capricorn, um, usually is presented as the goat, but they actually have a fin. So it's a goat with a fin. So they're a sea goat and that element of water, that little bit of water that gets in there is their emotions, but it's like, it's just like that little thing behind them, right? That they're sort of like covering up. <laughs> um, and what we look at when we look at this relationship, um, you know, of the moon, it's where, so it's where you, if you're starting to feel certain emotions that like, you know, within the sign of Capricorn, they could be like, you feel maybe kind of melancholy kind of like, like I think of like that big sigh, like, ah, it's not working. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, almost like Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> that's just the image that I got right now. So it's like Eeyore. It's like, oh, okay. um, that's where, and I don't, do you ever find yourself getting to that point? of a little bit melancholy, a little bit like. Yeah, I do actually. Yeah. Okay. So it's something that you relate to, which is always confirming when I'm sharing these things. Um, so in those moments, you know, because Capricorn may be inclined 
not to embrace those emotions because they kind of want to just like keep going and keep working and keep achieving. Um, but it's actually, there is, um, that's almost the place of when you can just allow the emotions to be there, that emotion, that melancholy. It's not that you have to get stuck in it, but that, you know, a lot of times when we just go, oh, I see you. Oh, you know, I see you and I allow you. And if you can feel this, you can just feel into it and, and pause. I think of the pause because Capricorn will just like keep going, keep going, keep working, keep working. They're very hardworking. They're very driven. They're very ambitious. That's the energy of Capricorn. So to just be able to take a pause and go, okay, I feel that there's actually some creative gold that's inside of that. And a lot of times, if you can allow that space to feel that and trust that there's, you know, maybe something really big that's going to come out of that, that wouldn't come out of just working hard, working hard, working hard, um, that you can really nurture this Capricorn moon. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I'll, and I'll give a little, a little bit more to that, which is, um, you know, Capricorn. So when we're looking at our moon and we feel, and we, we kind of get into that emotional trigger, it's, it's a sign to us that we need to put attention on. So like literally that melancholy, that Eeyore, you know, um, <laughs> that <laughs> your little Eeyore is just your sign that you need to pay attention to your moon. And, and so it's kind of a nice way to maybe not be hard on yourself. Like, why am I feeling this way? What's wrong? What's not working? Where it's actually just a little uh, prompt that if you just kind of listen and take that pause, you know, and then you, you, you're caring for that part of yourself so that you can actually continue to move forward and progress and you know, achieve higher levels of success. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that's a little bit about your moon. Okay. So let's go into, um, you know, something I actually want to touch on um, too, because I think it might, it, it may, it will, it'll play into the bigger picture for sure. Um, I don't always talk about the houses in an initial life path astrology reading, because that's sort of a place for us to go deeper. But you do have a sixth house stellium with four planets in there. And so just a little bit about what may, um, you know, what may come up with that is when we have a, when we have a stellium in the sixth house, the sixth house relates to um, organization and health and um, also like a bigger kind of a, um, a bigger movement. Um, it's, it's ruled by Virgo. It's about discipline. It's, it's definitely, and I really see it about like about your work, about the service you're here to do. Cause they're very, it's very, Virgo is like self-serving. So it's like, what's your work? What's your service, that service oriented work. And, um, but then it will also relate to things of the body. And I think a body mind health is how I see that. Like the body mind health, because Virgo is intellectual, but it also is the healer. So, 
Um, so it may be that you have, feel a need for discipline, for routine. Um, I would honor that if you do, like give yourself that. Um, practices that support your health, that support your nervous system, meaning your tension and stress, support kind of your mental, you know, you'll, you, you may have, you probably do have, um, just with the stellium, like some pretty strong intellectual talents, you know, like you, you're smart, you can learn, you, 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 you have that capacity, you can, um, but being able to take care of all, so you don't go into worry and you don't go into health issues. This is just like a little tender spot to be, to take care of. So maybe like yoga could be good, you know, just something like that. Um, a discipline, a routine that supports you. Okay. Mind, body, spirit. Do you do anything like that? Um, yeah, I do, I do yoga. Okay, cool. So yeah, that's, I just thought I'd throw it out there because it is, was another stellium with, with some, and you, and you know, and I thought of the health challenge because Pluto's in there and Pluto is about transformation and kind of like death and rebirth. And so, you know, sometimes that can challenge a little bit, but not in a bad way. It's just awareness. You know, it's just awareness. Um, all right, let's go into your north node and also called your true node, um, which you have in Leo. And when we look at the north node, we look at the polar opposite of, of that, the polar opposite sign, um, which is your south node, and you have that in Aquarius. So your south node in Aquarius is your, that's your, those are your natural gifts. It's what you, it's kind of like, um, just sort of like what, who you are and what you do. You don't even really think about it all the time. Um, it's just sort of a natural way that you go about things and maybe that, that the place that you operate from. Um, and these are gifts to be used, but sometimes they limit us because we kind of like lean back on them and get stuck there. So your north node is your challenge. Your north node is what is challenging those natural abilities or those natural gifts to like kind of take them to the next level so that you can really step into the fullness of your expression in this life, your life path and all of that. So if we look at Aquarius, Aquarius is the rebel um, they're the free thinker. They're the visionary. They're kind of like, I'm going to do whatever I want, <laughs> regardless of what you think. I don't know. Does, does that resonate with you? Do you, do you have that streak in you? From time to time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's something, you know, that is, um, inherent in your fabric. And it's, and it's, um, like I said, it's a natural gift and, it's something that we want to elevate, that we bring, want to bring forward. And with Leo, Leo is going to challenge Aquarius. You know, the other thing with Aquarius is that sometimes they're more like about the social interaction and the humanitarian piece, and they may not really step into the spotlight. They may not be like, they kind of just, they're, they're going to they're gonna like go out there and fly their freak flag to a certain extent, 
but it's, it's not real. It's just because they want their, you know, they're like free and this is, this is what I'm doing. I'm not really doing it to like be showy, I guess is how I would say mm -hmm. that. Um, whereas Leo, I don't want to say that's showy, but Leo is ruled by the sun. Leo is about the spotlight. This is about owning your spotlight and stepping into and shining your light and, and actually um, allowing yourself to be admired and adored from your, from your light. Um, you know, sometimes people will look at like more of the shadow aspect of Leo as being egotistical and, um, and things like that, but I don't, but it's really overall, this is a very, Leo is creative, um, they're a bit perfectionistic, um, and they're, you know, they can really, they're, they're wonderful at, um, creating things, uh, from that, from that place. So it's, and, and I think too, like just being a light and a magnet and a warmth, there's a warmth. Um, they, as much as, you know, I said, like, allow yourself to be admired and adored, they admire and they adore. It's like they really shed that warmth of the sun on others. Um, so I'm, you know, what comes to me and what you've shared is this may come into like almost performing. So if you're, if you're doing um, uh, music, let's say, okay, so that, cause that, that was one of the things that you shared with me that this may be, you know, this is a lot about you. This is very Leo, like coming into that and, and um, stepping forward and shining your light and being on the stage might be literal of being on the stage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, from the perspective of like, oh my God, is this something that I should be following? Cause I, you know, I, I felt that that was part of your question. Um, I would say yes, because of your, your North node. Now I do, I do want to say that there are, so there's the creative expression of music and actually film directing. Um, and it may, and, but, and, um, and there's also that being in the spotlight, right? That performance quality. But even if you're doing like criminal justice and, um, or, and, or like teaching in some capacity, there's, you're still embracing, you have the opportunity to embrace that spotlight there. Mm -hmm. Does that kind of make sense? Like, yeah. Yeah. So it's still, it's still there. You can still shine that light. You can still shine that warmth. And there's just going to be, um, there's just going to be some meat there for you. There's going to be some, I'm going to see it like, is, there's going to be a reward, which, um, and maybe you just do your music kind of for the joy of it, but it might evolve into something else, you know, that, um, you still, you have time, <laughs> you know, you have time, <laughs> you have time on your life path to see where these creative expressions need to go, um, while still serving that intellectual humanitarian part of you. Um, 
Let's see. So let's talk about Saturn because Saturn is, um, I sort of said the word reward and I thought of Saturn. Um, Saturn is, Saturn is the father. Saturn is the disciplinarian. Saturn kind of is there to like prod you like, and, and he wants to know, okay, what's the plan? What, and, and then if, if you've got a plan and you're sticking to it and you're putting in the effort, he is, he is going to reward you monetarily, materially, monetarily. So he's kind of there, um, you know, to, for, for that service. And, and you have Saturn in the sign of Taurus. So Taurus already deals with material goods. And Taurus it, um, is about money and Taurus is about kind of like it, Taurus is about the plan. So there's a lot of harmony here. You can see there's the plan, there's the, and, and, you know, both of them, Saturn wants to know what the plan is. Taurus is great about, you know, getting the plan out there um, and into action and tends to be um, about materialism um material world also about luxury and creature comforts so taurus is hard working and will definitely put it put in the work and like do the you know go go through the plant get it done um but they they do love their sensual so there's a sensuality here there's also some beauty we're going to see how this relates to as i this comes up again um as we go through this reading. Um, but you, what might be from the Saturn perspective, if Saturn and Taurus sat down and they were like, okay, I'm, you know, we need to come up with a plan and, and, and know, know that it's, know that it's in action. Taurus is going to be like totally on board. Um, and I, I think this is kind of very appropriate, like at the time in your life that you're in right now, that maybe it's you, and I don't, you may already have this in place. I'll ask you that when I tell you what I'm talking about, um, that you get a financial plan in place, like just start structuring that for yourself. What is your financial plan? What are your financial goals moving forward and begin to get those things in place. This will really make, I mean, this will use that Taurus energy or really make Saturn happy. Um, it could be like, what is your savings plan? Even starting to do some investing, meaning just like setting up an investment account and, and having that be a regular practice for yourself. Um, and I think what I would put on top of that with that Taurian energy is as you like have benchmarks for yourself of like, okay, once I get here, that there's, there's a little like reward. There's a little comfort luxury reward that happens there. Like, you know, I don't know, you get a massage or you say whatever you, you, um, there was something that you really, maybe it was some photography equipment that you wanted to get. Um, something of that nature. How does that sit? That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, Do you have anything in place like that right now? 
No, not right now. <laughs> I mean, it's okay. Like I, like I said, you're, you're definitely just at that beginning, but I think it would be something for, that would really support you in, in all of this. And the other little piece of that is if you had kind of that backbone of like, okay, I know that I'm, you know, I know that I have the plan and I'm following my plan for that. And it's just little steps, little steps over time. That doesn't have to be big ones, but accumulated Mm -hmm. that really starts to build and grow. And it will, it may make you feel more relaxed about being multi-passioned, like, okay, I can follow this. I can follow this. I can follow that. Cause I have this stable plan behind me. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Great. Good, good. Um, so something else we'll look at is your mid Haven and that's your 10th house. And that deals with your career. That's your, your uh, career house. Um, that is an Aquarius. So we, we, you know, we talked a little bit about Aquarius with your natural gifts. Um, having your career house in Aquarius, again, brings in that aspect of the visionary, sharing maybe a little bit of rebellious ideas for a bigger cause, for like a humanitarian effort. I, you know, again, I see that criminal justice piece really playing in here. And also, this can feed into your, um, your creative pursuits, really. Like as a film director or like doing music, you can, you know, there's, there's lots of room to infuse this visionary kind of rebellious idea for a bigger cot, you know, just having all of that. Um, and maybe even revealing some of those mysteries, those deeper truths that Scorpio sprinkles throughout, right? Right. Um, so, you know, as far as that's concerned, I really like, I think from a career perspective, much of what you're exploring right now makes a lot of sense as far as your career house goes. And what I would, what I would just, um, encourage you to do is honor that freedom seeker, that you know, a little bit of rebellious streak of Aquarius, because I think it will really help distinguish you and allow you to be successful in the endeavors that you take on. Um, so what I'm going to look at next is your, your 12th house. Um, and we look at the 12th house in life path astrology as your karmic client or your karmic, you know, uh, customer or um, audience, you know, just just the the really the people that you're that you're serving. Okay, this is the archetype of the person that you're serving. And what's really helpful about this, well, what I'll also say about the twelfth house is this is your house of li- your your personal limiting beliefs, your subconscious, and your karmic debts. So it's, it is about you kind of healing and working through this, this, this territory, but at the same time, that is what your, that's the archetype. This energy is the archetype of who you're serving. Um, 
So there's, you know, in that way, it's sort of like, okay, I'm working through this myself and I'm helping others work through this at the same time. Like through the process of helping others work through this, you are working through it inside of yourself. It's a very symbiotic relationship, which is why we, why I call it karmic, <laughs> the karmic client. Um, so anyway, you have Taurus uh, in the 12th house, which means that you're um, uh, here to serve the Taurus archetype. Okay. And so what that looks like again is they're practical, they're material, they're hardworking, they're, um, they're about the plan. Um, they, you know, they do, they like their comforts. They're very sensual, you know, they enjoy good food and they enjoy kind of, luxurious experiences and so they'll work hard work hard work hard but then they really want to like relax mm -hmm. and and kick back so um you know that that's that's their that's kind of the archetypal so that and they are interested in the material world and i think i said this already but if i didn't and, and beauty you know beauty and art and you know, that's like they appreciate that. They really have an eye for it. A way that you can, as you, as you progress in your own journey, a way that you can look at the 12th house and think about this, you know, archetype of who you're here to serve is to look back a few years back in your own life and kind of say like, where, where am I or where was I at that time? And that's essentially where you can think of them being. Okay. So it's a, like I said, there's, there's a relationship between your journey and their journey. Mm. Um, and this is just something that you can keep playing with as you move forward. Um, and then also asking the question of like, where do I need to get to, to get to the next level? Where, what do I need to do to get to the next level? And then all, and then looking back and going, what, what did I need? Where, where did I need to get to, to move to the next level? You know, in, in the looking back. So it's this reflection, it's this working through of your own stuff. It's, and then kind of working through supporting them. Um, okay. All right. Do you have any questions? And then I'm going to kind of like tie it a little bit try to tie it up. <laughs> um, no, actually, I've, everything was actually pretty clear and answered. Awesome. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. Um, so what, what I want to do is I just kind of want to like link, link these things and, and create, I like to create a web. I like to create a little bit of a, a thread so that you might have an understanding of how this all works together. Um, you know, so let's, if we take that Gemini energy, the, the idea generator, the quick thinker, lots of things bubbling, writers, they're dynamic, they're energetic, they're, they're, they're usually very enthusiastic. So there's an enthusiasm there um, about the ideas. And so if you think about that, like that through this life path, you're sharing information or ideas um, that are, that are well, you know, that are, that are well thought, meaning that there's, 
the, you know, the Gemini wants to like know that there's some facts, facts there. Um, and it may be through writing or speaking, which is very Gemini, you know, and that's where criminal justice, absolutely. Um, those ideas, there's some um, uh, facts and figures behind that. And and uh, you're speaking and writing. Any, anything that deals with law, there's a lot of that happening. So, you know, there's your Gemini. And these, but, but infusing that Aquarian energy where the ideas that maybe have a bit of a, a rebellious edge, a little bit of a fringe, different, um, more kind of visionary, bigger picture, um, and, and perhaps that reveal some of the deeper mysteries, the deeper truths that are under the hood. So that detective of Scorpio. And doing all of this from, you know, from owning your spotlight, like from a place of like being courageous, that, that Leo, being courageous to step into the spotlight and share all this and kind of allow for that admiration to flow in. Um, the challenge, you know, that's the challenge, the Leo challenge. Um, even performing through the art, again, would be that Leo challenge. And wrapping it up, presenting it beautifully, sensually attractive to Taurus, <laughs> right? Um, mm -hmm. And, and um, you know, something that I didn't touch on is your second house, which deals with like how you may make money, meaning from the perspective of like your products or your services. Um, so if we're wrapping, you know, we're, we're, we're speaking to the Taurus archetype, having it be, you know, there's a, there's a beauty to it. There's a, a sensuality to it. Um, and maybe from the second house perspective where you have your second house in cancer that deals with like community building and nurturing that, that they feel like they're part of a, a community that they're being nurtured and taken care of by you. Um, it doesn't have to be like literal, but, but in some way sort of, Oh, okay. You know, we're, we're, we're part, and maybe actually that there is a community that of some kind that you build down the road or that they just feel that they are part of that. <laughs> Does that feel like a lot to chew on or is that like <laughs> settling in? <laughs> it's a lot, but it's good. <laughs> Very good. Well, I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, that's really ultimately what I, I, I want it to feel resonant. Um, and like you have something to settle into. Um, do you, uh, would you share with me maybe like what have been some ahas? Like, have you had any ahas or realizations through this? And maybe what are they? Well, in general, I think everything was really, I'm very new to this. So like, um, <laughs> this really made me understand myself a little bit better. Like got to know Perfect. myself better. And kind of like when I get in, especially when I get into, I guess, the melancholy phase, I know where it's coming from and how to, I guess, 
Yeah, I just know myself better and I know how to treat myself now. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's really good. And I'm so happy to hear that. And especially at this you know, point in your life, I think the other parts and pieces are going to start to layer, you know, they'll start to layer in. Mm-hmm. Um, and what about if you were going to walk away from this session with uh, like, like, a, like some next steps that you're going to take, something that you can take away and actually put into action, what would that be? I guess uh, not hold back on my creatives as much as I was, because I was always scared and mm-hmm. whether or not, you know, I'll, I don't know, just in general, just holding back. But now I know it's, you know, you don't have one career for the rest of your life. Uh, you can obviously explore other things. I'm still young, so I still have time to. Mm-hmm. So definitely we'll explore more into my creatives. Yeah. And, and um, you know, and I would say that, and I, I think I said this already, but I'm just going to repeat <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that that will give your Sagittarius that you have the stellium in where there's a lot of energy there that will really satisfy that desire to stay expansive and explorative and have experiences um, so that you don't feel you know, like, like you said, you're sort of like holding back. Sagittarius won't like that. <laughs> right. They won't like that. They're like, what? You're putting me in a cage. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> Right. So I, yeah, really glad to hear that. Um, do you have any other questions or anything like that? Uh, no, I don't. I, everything was good. <laughs> great. Great. I'm so glad to hear that. And I, you know, and I, I just, I want to give you props, Kira, for, you know, scheduling this and, and your interest in discovering more about yourself. Um, and because you know, you're going to be on a great path, you know, the more that you can understand yourself and how it relates to what you're here, who you're here to serve and what you're here to do, um, it's just going to make the planet a better place. And it's also going to inspire any, you know, other people as they hear your story and, and they may resonate with parts of it and they, you know, they can be inspired too. So really thank you for that. Yeah, no, thank you. Mm-hmm, my pleasure. Um, and uh, we will connect. You will have. You will get access to this recording, so you can listen to it again. Um, okay. And I hope to connect again in the future. Yeah, same. Thank you. Okay. You're so welcome, Kira. Take good care. You too. Mm-hmm. Bye bye.